Greetings in Jesus' name. The message you are about to listen to is brought to you from Impact Church, located along Parker Road at Polvi House, third floor, Westlands, Nairobi. Our vision is to be a church for those tired of business as usual. You can contact us on plus 254-710-640-240. For further details, visit our social media pages, Impact Church KE1. The kingdom of God is not a matter of words, but power. Welcome to a life-transforming message by Pastor Andrew Mutan. And washed in his blood. Can we rise up again? I liked it last Sunday when we stood up for the reading of the word. And I feel that we need to do it again today. Amen. As we look at the word of God, the book of Matthew last sunday we were looking at matthew chapter 21 who remembers what we talked about last sunday anyone who remembers what the sermon was was about yes anyone yes who is this man what kind of man is this amen I want us now to go to chapter 27. We're going to read from verse 45 together in Jesus' mighty name. The Bible says, Now from the sixth hour, 27 verse 45, now from noon, since we have it on the on the on the projector, let's read together what is written here. Let's read. From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. Let's continue. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lema sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Let's continue. When some of those standing there heard this, they said, He's calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine and he put it on a staff and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, oh, at that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks split. Can we say that again? The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks split. Three things before we continue on that we see here that happened. One, the curtain of the temple was what? Was torn in two from top. What happened next? And rocks. Let's continue on. And the tombs broke open. So four things happened. One. Let's say it again. One. The curtains of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Number two. Number three. Number four. Tombs broke open. And then finally, the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. All that happened at that, the moment he said, we are seeing what happened. What? Now, let's say it again. Number one, the curtains from the, and the temple were torn from top to bottom. The earth shook, 
the rock split, the tombs broke open, and the bodies of people who had died were raised to life. Now, this is where I'm going to get my, my message from the next verse. Let's continue. No, no, not, not that 54. Then, well, we can just read. Let's first read it. But I'm go, I'm, my message is coming from, the, from verse 54. They said, they, are, they came out of the tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. Now, these are people who had died. You can imagine an old, old, old grandfather that you heard about shows up and said, you know, I, I love the Lord and so I'm here. I think Abraham must have walked in that city and uh, David, the Bible says what? The tombs of what? Of those who believed God. So David must have showed up and said, I am David. But this is what the Bible says, verse 54. When the centurion, centurion was this soldier, this guard, was standing, and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw and all that remember before before the, the the curtain broke what had happened for three hours during the day there was darkness actually i don't know which version says it but it was so dark that you know this pitch darkness people could not even see you can't even see the person next to you it covered the earth and then the rest of the five things we read about happened. So there's this centurion who looks at this. And the Bible says, they, when they saw what had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, surely he was the son of God. That's what I'm going to talk about today. Surely he was the Son of God. Turn on to your neighbor and say, surely. surely. He, was he was the Son of God. Talk to somebody else and tell them, surely. surely. He, was he was the Son of God. Father, we thank you once again for your word. Your word is anointed. Your word is powerful. It is like a hammer that breaks rocks into pieces. It is like fire. Your word is active. Lord, we are here to receive the fresh manna from heaven. And I pray that we will have a new understanding of this man, Jesus. That we'll have a new understanding of why he came. We'll have a new understanding of the power that is toward us who believe. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated in the presence of God. Hallelujah. There is, there is a, a chemical or a substance that is normally used to break rocks. And that chemical is called dynamite. When they want to make rods in the mountains, they get this dynamite and put it, a little bit of it, or if they want even to pull down buildings, a small amount of dynamite has the power when it explodes to bring down a multi-storied building. It has the power to break rocks. That is where the word dunamis comes from. From dynamite. Because dunamis talks about what? Power. Okay? So one of the things that describes what happened is something that is greater than dynamite. Because when dynamite is applied, it is, has to be applied in a particular place. And they close up the place. And then after that, they go and apply it everywhere. But it was like heaven released dynamite all over the world. Hallelujah. That power was so strong that it shook the earth. 
that the rocks split, not just one rock, but everywhere rocks were splitting. That the tombs broke open. Someone said dynamite. Something greater than dynamite was at work. The power was so, so strong that it caused the sun to blacken out. Oh, hallelujah. The sun, during the day, it was what they call the solar eclipse. But you know these eclipses don't take, they take seconds or maybe a minute. But for three hours, there was an eclipse of the sun that darkened the whole earth. And there was a man that had stood there, the centurion, and people who were watching, they, they, they said, they must have said, this man is different. We talked about last Sunday. That as he walked into the temple, men, the religious leaders, they looked at the man. They saw the glory. They saw people. Nobody told people to throw their clothes. But there was a glory that covered this man, Jesus, that people on their own volition removed their clothes, their garments, and they would lay them on the ground that he might pass. I do not know whether you know the man Jesus. I do not know whether you understand the kind of glory that he carries. Not just that he carried, but that he carries to this day. I do not know whether you understand what a privilege it is to be called a child of God. But the Bible says in the book of John chapter 1 and verse 12, right from John chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible says that in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. That all things were, were that were made were made by him. Just put that John. And, and when you continue on, the Bible says that and of his fullness we have received grace upon grace. The word became truth. The word became flesh. And we got, you know, we, 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 we became, we, we touched this word. John chapter, John chapter 1, sorry, from verse 1. And the Bible says, the scripture I'm thinking about says, it says verse 12, that he went to his own. This word made flesh went to his own. Oh, hallelujah. The word who was made flesh. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory. The glory of the one and only son. It takes a revelation to see Jesus. God became flesh. The word became flesh and went to his own. Those who were the Jews. Those that he had been sent to. He was full of grace and truth. But verse 12 says what? Go back to verse 12. He says, he went to his own. His own received him not. They had God. They had the power of God. They had everything they had prayed for. Now in flesh. But they rejected him. Is it possible that God can walk into his church and his church rejects him. It is possible that we can be so full of our traditions and our ways and our systems and we are so familiar to how God moves. We are so familiar to what God does that when he comes, we miss him. Because this is what happened. These are people that have been praying for a Messiah. For many years, prophets had prophesied. But they could not find it in the scriptures. They were blinded that when he came to his own, his own received him not. 
Isn't it such a tragedy that people failed to receive the salvation that they had been praying for? But the good news is verse 12. It says, but to all those, hallelujah, it says, but to those who have received him, he has given them the right, verse 12, or the power to be called the children of God. This is the gospel. Hallelujah. Bible says he went to his own. He went to his, the Jews. He went to the people who were connected to him. The people that had been prophesied to. The people that God had chosen. He had said I want a holy people. But he went to those people and they did not receive him. But praise the Lord. Bible says that but to all who received him, he has given them the power to become. Someone say the power to become. Come on say it. The power to become. You see, for you to be a son of God, it is a privilege, it is a right, but there is also the power that makes you, that causes you to become. And that power is already in you. Someone say that power is already in me. The power to become the son of God. God. So it is not just he who came on earth as a son of God. When you believe in him, you receive the power to become a son of God. That means all those people who are out there who have not believed in God, they do not have the power to become sons of God. They are God's creation. And God loves them. He gives the rain and the sun to those who are good and to those who are evil. But they do not have the power to become. Someone say, I have the power to become the son of God. Jesus came that you may become a son of God. You see, we began from that moment where this man is exclaiming what? Surely this was? How I pray that by the time you exit this earth, somebody will look at your life and look at the marks in your life and see what God has done through your life and they will say, surely he was the son of God. How I pray that the, the, when you walk this earth, people will look at you and say, this man had the power and he became and he lived as the son of Are we together? This gospel was not just written for us to just stand in awe of what Jesus did, as much as it is so powerful, it was written that we may walk in the likeness of his greatness. Hallelujah. The Bible says in the book of what? Romans chapter 8 and verse 14, that those who are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. Bible says we have not received a spirit. Move on the next verse. We have not received a spirit that makes us slaves, that we live in fear. But the spirit we have received is a spirit that gives us adoption into sonship. So not only is the centurion declaring that this man indeed was a son of God, men ought to declare this woman was a son of God. Oh, hallelujah. You have received the spirit of adoption into sonship, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. 
there are certain things that are going to mark your life. That men, you see when men put Jesus on that cross, they still thought he was an ordinary man. You know, they, 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 they slapped him, they hit him, they put a crown of thorns on his head. They, they took him through an imaginable pain where they get thorns. Can you imagine? And they put it on the head and they begin to push that thing inside the skull. And blood begins to drip. They strike his back with the rods, the kind of rods that they used. The Romans, the kind of rods they used to use, they would, they, they would have nails on them. That when they throw it on you, they pull and it comes up with flesh. The kind of stripes that they used to hit him. They, 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 they used, they, you know, they, they took him to the level a human being cannot endure. Remember, the crucifixion was done for criminals. It was done for hardened criminals. People who were, who had killed, who had murdered, people who had done evil. But none of those criminals would be taken through that kind of stripping. They would take them on the cross. They would break their bones. But only Jesus was subjected. Even before they put him on the cross, they made sure they beat him. They beat him the blood. It is said that he lost his figure. You could not tell it is a man anymore. That's how badly he had been beaten. He lost his shape. He lost his, his everything. He, he was disfigured. Why did he have to go through all that? Because of you and because of me. And not only did he have to go through that, he he went through that cross. Why? That we might have the power to become the sons of God. Friends, the gospel that we preach is not something to take lightly. It's not something to, to play around with. It cost the life of the Son of God that we may become sons of God. And the greatest tragedy on earth today, the greatest thing that is very disturbing is that he has come to his own. He has revealed him, but his own have not walked in his power. We have chosen traditions of men. We have chosen, and one of the greatest dangers that is on earth today are a people who call themselves church, but then they deny the power of God. That's why when God was speaking in the book of Revelation, he says, you have a name of being alive, but you are dead. There are places today that are full of people, yet they are called shrines, but the eyes of men are so closed. They can't understand that a shrine is not to the living God. A shrine is always made for an idol. There are those places that are called churches. But they only have a name of a church. But they do not live according to Jesus. There are those that have a name of being alive, but they are dead. The Bible says in the last days, many will have a form of godliness. They will know how to wear the garments. They will know how to say the words. They will even carry the Bible. They can even quote the Bible. But they deny the very power. Because the only power is carried by those who are the sons of God. And it is only those who are led by the Spirit. 
the sons of God. The cry of Jesus is that he went through all that. He didn't go through all that to build an organization. He didn't go through that so that pastors could be well paid. He didn't go through that so that people can drive big cars. He didn't go through that so that we can have big homes and talk about all kinds of things. He didn't go through all that pain just to raise another organization. He went through all that that men can walk on earth as sons of God. Do you really know do you have a revelation of what Christ went through just so you can be a son of God? Romans chapter 8 and verse 19. Keep, keep, let's keep moving. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. Let's read it in, in, in the King James. For the honest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. What did we read from the very beginning? That he went to his own, they received him not. But those who believed in his name those who have accepted Jesus, they have the power to become. But have they become? Is the question. It is different from having the power to become and becoming. Oh, hallelujah. I hope you're understanding me. You can have the power to become. You can have all the resources at your disposal. There's a scripture that is very painful when you read in the book of Psalms. I think it's chapter 71 and verse 18. It talks about the children of Ephraim. I'm not very sure whether that's the scripture. But I think it's somewhere in 70. But it says, the children of Ephraim, though they were armed, they ran away in fright at the sight of the enemy. They, were, they had all the arms. They had all the weapons. They have everything. But when they saw the enemy, they ran away. It is a type of a church that has all the weapons of, of if I could use that word that were used in the time of, of, of Saddam Hussein, weapons of mass destruction. You know, we, the, the kind of power that we carry when we become the sons of God, they are weapons of mass destruction. They, they, they are not just little, little, tiny weapons. No, we have the name of Jesus. We have the blood of Jesus. We have, you know, the, the cross, that, the, the sacrifice that makes this altar much more powerful than any other altar. We have God on our side. We have angels on our side. But when we see the enemy, we are running away in fright. We are most scared of Satanists and occultists and Illuminati and all kinds of things. And yet what we carry on the inside of us is the power to become the son of God. And that's why the Bible says, creation. Let me speak to somebody now. Your generation is waiting for you to become the son of God. I said your generation is waiting for you. The honest expectation of all creation is for the manifestation of the Son of God. Will you manifest? I said, will you manifest in your time? Or are you going to die like a mere man? The Bible talks about Saul. When David was lamenting over Saul, he says, Oh, you mountains of, of Gilboa, may there be no more dew over you again. For the, for the oil of the anointed man of God, has the, the man of God has died on you as though he was not anointed with oil. It is sad to die like a mere man when you have been crowned with glory. It 
is sad to run away at the sight of the enemy when God has already given you everything that you need. Bible says, for his divine power in the book of Peter, chapter 1 and verse 3, his divine power has given us all things that we need for life and for godliness. His divine power, I think it's 2 Peter, chapter 1, and verse 6, for his divine power has given us all that we need for life and, oh Jesus, and yet we live in defeat, and yet we live in distress, we live as though Jesus Christ never died, we live as though he never paid the price for our sickness we live as though he never paid the price for our for our distress we walk as people who are to be pitied and yet we're supposed to be the most powerful force on earth men should look at us and see the marks in our lives and say surely he may be gone right now but he was son of God. I pray that my children the day that I'm gone they will say surely my daddy was a son of God. (sighs) Hallelujah. I pray that this nation my generation will acknowledge that there lived a man that walked this land that was a son of God. Why? Because there were marks that he left around. Oh, glory to God. What, what are you living for? What are you living for? Are you just living so you can, you can, you can you know, get a family and, and have a good life? And, I mean, everybody is able to do that. You don't need Jesus to have a big car. Am I speaking to somebody? You don't need Jesus to get married. That might sound like ironical but it's true i mean some of the things we come to church and pray and fast for we ought not to be praying and fasting for them yes god answers prayer yes god loves his children but there are people who are out there who don't even believe in jesus but who have the cars who have the marriages so that is not a mark Bible talks about this man who lived 969 years. Says he lived, he had sons and daughters and died. That's it. That is not the legacy that I want to leave. I want men to say surely he was. If there is anything you need to pray for, pray God. Let me become, let me become the son of God. Let my life reflect the sonship of God. Let my life, we have not been given a spirit that makes us slaves again to fear, but we have been given the spirit that cries out within us, Abba Father, it is a spirit that has made us adopted as sons of God. He went to his own his own received him not. Oh, how I pray that God will shake the church as it is. How I pray that there will be such a shaking in the church, that there will be such a distinction, that the eyes of men will be open, that they will begin to realize what is the true church and what is a false church, what is a counterfeit church, what is a church that only has a name but has no power, what is a church that is just covered with with light on the outside but is full of darkness on the inside how i pray that the move of god will be so strong that people will people's eyes will be open until they begin to say god we need to see the sounds of god because the bible says honestly creation is crying out not just human beings even the plants even the trees They're waiting for you. Someone tell your neighbor they're waiting for you. The drug addicts are crying out for you. The prostitutes are screaming. You may not hear their screams. You may not hear their cries. You know, but they are crying. Where is the Son of God? The only way I can be delivered from this oppression is when a Son of God shows up. (laughs) The only way I can be delivered from this alcohol is when a Son of God shows up. The only
only way even this land can be delivered, the land of Kenya can be delivered, it can be healed, is when the sons of God walk on the earth. Someone said the power to become. The power to become the son of God is already on the inside of me. Now I need to become. The earth is waiting. You see, all of us know about the, the butterfly, okay? When you find a butterfly as a caterpillar, it already has the power to be a butterfly. But do you know some butterflies die as caterpillars? It takes, we've already studied a bit of, 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 of uh, it comes from the egg, it becomes the lava, it becomes the pupa, and it becomes a butterfly. Some of them are crushed when they are lovers. Someone finds it, ah, this thing here. <laughs> but within it is already built the power to become a butterfly. But some of them die as lovers. Some of them die as pupas. If you find it there as a pupa, there, what kind of thing is this? It doesn't look beautiful. But within it is how am I speaking to somebody? Why should you live as a pauper when Christ, the Bible says that though he was rich, Galatians chapter 8, I think on verse 6, though he was rich, he became poor for our, that for our sakes we might become rich. Oh. Just as my wife said before, he didn't just die for our sins, he paid the full price for everything to destroy the power of sin and to destroy everything that came as a result of sin. The Bible says in the book of 1 John chapter 3 and verse 8, for this reason was the son of God. Oh, I love this. Jesus had to be manifest. It took pain. It took things, but he, he ended up manifesting. Will you manifest? Listen to this. He that commits sin is of the devil. For the devil sins from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. Are we connecting these friends? Creation is waiting for what? For the manifestation of the sons of God. Jesus Christ had to manifest. Some, sometimes we take it for granted and say, oh, no, he was God. He came from heaven and he came. It, wasn't, it was not as easy as we think it was. Because remember, the moment Jesus stepped out of glory and became a, a baby in Mary's womb, he had taken off the clothing of being God. He was born as a normal baby. He was raised as a normal human being. Are we together? In fact, for the first 30 years of his life, he was so normal that he did no miracle. He walked on earth Nothing is recorded about him. For 30 years, Jesus, in the flesh, on earth, for 30 years, nothing is written. There's no blind eye that we see him open. There's no deaf ear. The Bible says, you know, we need our prayer that God will open our understanding. That's why he says, whatever I have done, you can do it. Why? Because he came to show us that as a man, when you carry the presence of God, when you carry the spirit of God, you can do the impossible. Or are we together children of God? When you are able to manifest, when the season came 
for him to manifest. The Bible says he was taken to the wilderness by the Holy Spirit. And there he fasted for today. There's something I want you to see. Let's go to the book of Luke. I want, you to op- I want to open your eyes to something that I saw sometime that changed my understanding about Jesus and about what he did. Luke chapter 4. And verse 1. What does it say? And Jesus being full of the Holy Spirit returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. What did we say? Those who are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. So when, when, his, when he was baptized, the heavens opened. He was affirmed by his father. says, this is my son. Listen to him. Okay? And the Spirit of God descended on him. Now, that was the Jordan. Then he moves away from the Jordan. And he is led by the Spirit into a wilderness. And for 40 days and for nights, the Bible says he ate nothing. He was becoming. Hallelujah. He's already been called the Son of God, but God takes him through a wilderness now too we do not know what happened in that season but that was the time of transformation that was the time of the anointing that was a time of turning from this jesus of nazareth that everybody knew around you know to a man that was now carrying the power of god carrying the mandate for his generation will you become the son of god will you manifest will you be able to turn from the lover and become the butterfly or are you going to die like a lover will you allow god to bring you to the fullness remember it's not easy it's not easy it's a process it's a process and process is not easy process is hard that's why people give up process is hard that's why people give up on salvation and say no these things is too hard but god is saying if only you can stay in that place of prayer if you can stay in my presence if you don't give up coming to church and hearing my word something is transforming you you are becoming the son of god Bible says, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. It is not just mere men that overcome the world. Those who have become the sons. Creation, touch your neighbor, tell them, creation is waiting for your manifestation. They are waiting for you to be manifest. They are waiting for you, for you to come out of that cocoon, to come out of that fear. To come, you see, a pupa is always in a cocoon. Just there, you know, shut up there. I'm afraid if I show up, something will happen to me. I'm afraid, you know, the world is so dangerous out there. If I go out and preach, you know, if I do this. But, 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 but there is the freedom of flying as a butterfly. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. There's a freedom of coming out of fear and coming out of, of the shame and coming out of, of everything and say, now I am walking on the earth as a son of God. Here are the nations that have been waiting for me. Here I come. The Bible said, I mean, David talked about that in a book of, of Psalm 40 verse 7. We don't hear Jesus saying these words, but David saw in the spirit and said, Lord, I come. Behold, I come as it is written of me in the book to do your will. Oh, hallelujah. Will a man walk out of this place and say, I come. I manifest. I'm now here as it was written for me. As God ordained for me in the book. As God ordained before the foundation of the world. That a man called Andrew would arise on the earth and walk the earth and do some things. Here I am. I come. I will not die until I release the fullness of what God has put in me. I will not die with the greatness that God has put in me. I will not die with the potential God has given me. I will not die with the gifts God has given me. I will not die with the talents. I will not allow what I've been through, where I have been, what I have done, what the world thinks of me, what the world defines me to stop me from manifesting as the son of God. Lord, I come as it is written of me in the book. 
Somebody needs to know there is a book heaven has written for you. Oh, glory to God. I say somebody needs to know you are not what you have been through. You are not what people call you. You are not what people have defined you as. There is a book that heaven has written about you. And he says, I alone know the plans that I have for you. They are plans for prosperity. They are not plans for disaster. Do you know where? The Bible says it. Psalms 139. Get Psalms 139. It talks about that. I think it's verse 16. It says, all the days of my life were written in your book even before one of them came to be. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Friends, you're not a mistake. You're not an accident. You're not just here on earth just because your parents met. Before even your parents met, God had already written down your, 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 your days in a book and it is for you to manifest and say, now I am here. I refuse to be contained anymore. I refuse to be controlled anymore. I refuse what I've been through, what people have done to me, what the devil has done to me to cause me to die as a pupa in a cocoon bound by fear, bound by all these things. I have to fly. Creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but I feel the anointing of God. I feel the power of God in this place. I feel the presence. Somebody is coming out of that cocoon. Somebody is coming out of those things you've been hiding. The place of hiding you've been in all these years. Saying, I don't have the education. I don't have a father. I don't have a mother. Nobody cares for me. Nobody is supporting me. Nobody is there to help me. Somebody is coming out of that cocoon. Saying, I am too evil. I did so, bad, so many bad things. I cannot become what God wants me to be. Somebody is coming out of that cocoon that says I don't have the money, I don't have the support somebody is coming out and saying I must manifest the world must know there is a man who walked this up that was a son of God those who, re those who received him, he gave them the power to become I refuse you to die like a mere man. I refuse you permission to die. You can't hear this word and go out there and just live like an ordinary man. I pray on the inside of you. May fire be ignited in you. I pray on the inside of you. May you come out of a place of contentment and begin to pray and begin to fast and begin to call upon God and say, Lord, make me that which you ordained me to be. I need to walk this out. My family needs to hear that I have come to do your will. I can't be having excuses every day. I can't live in a life of excuses saying, oh no, this so much has happened to me. Oh no. No, 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 no. God says I've already every day of your life I wrote it in my book even before it came to be. Now it's, it's tell God, God, I have I don't want to go. You know, It's so sad to go to heaven and then realize your book had all these powerful things? Oh, come on, somebody. We only have a few days to live. We must live as sons of God. I said we must live as sons of God. When Jesus Christ walked on the earth, he was driven. I was still showing you Luke chapter 4. Now, we read the first part. Now, I want you to move on to verse 18. No, verse 14. We saw he walked... He was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. And the Bible says this, after he has, the Bible says, and Jesus, verse 14, he is now coming out of the what? Of the wilderness. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. This is a man that had walked in Galilee. People had known him for 30 years as an ordinary man. They didn't know what was about to hit them. He comes back from the wilderness. Bible says he returned in the power. Someone said dunamis. Someone said dynamite. Someone said dunamis. Someone said dynamite. He came back filled with 
And there went out a fame of him throughout Galilee. This is the same Jesus. Nobody knew about him. But what introduces him? Someone say power. He had walked for 30 years. And the Bible says, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of them all. And he came to Nazareth where he had been. I want you to hear this very well. Where he had been. You are about to go back to those places where you were ashamed, where you messed up, where people have written you off, where people think you are nothing, where people have given up on you, you're about to return in a different fashion. I don't know who I'm talking to. Somebody is about to return to those same places where the doors were closed for you, where people thought it is over with you, and now you're not coming as a mere man. You're coming as a son of God. He comes up to, Bible says, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And there was delivered to him the book of the prophet. The Bible says, and when he had opened the book, he found a place where it was written. Hallelujah. You see, Jesus Christ has now come back to let these people know, I'm not just the man that you thought I was. This is what is heaven gives you the script that is written of you. I said somebody needs to petition heaven and say, I cannot die like a mere man, a son of Wanjiku, a son of Wairimu, a son of Wanyango. No, 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 no. There is a script that has been written of me in heaven and I need to find that place because when you find that place, then you have the authority to begin to walk as a son of God. He stands and says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to the broken heart, to heal the broken hearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, to declare Ooh, hallelujah. After he spoke those words, he closed the book. He didn't preach along someone. He just read those words, closed the book, and gave it back to the minister. The, the, the way you know that this... <laughs> Bible says, when he closed the book, the eyes of the people in the synagogue, they were all fixed on him. And the Bible says, and he began to say to them, this day, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. Oh, I don't know who I'm preaching to. I don't know who I came to preach to. Somebody has been looking down on you. Somebody has been thinking it is over with you. But when you find yourself in the book, <coughs> it is time to tell that poverty. It is time to tell that sickness. It is time to tell, no, no, no. I am now this scripture is now fulfilled in your ears. I'm not who you thought I was. I am the son of God. Now I manifest. Bible says Jesus Christ, he manifests that he may destroy the works of the evil one. What will you manifest as in your generation? What will people remember you for? Will they look around and say, man, there is no other person that has caused the earth to shake. There is no other man that has caused the, the, the temple curtain to tear from top to bottom. No other man has caused storms to break. Something is about this man. Surely he was the son of God. You know, this word was so powerful that some people got angry. They wanted to throw Jesus off a cliff. They wanted to kill him. They're like, how can you, how dare you how dare you? And there are people who look at you and say, you, we know you. How can you say that now you're going to be this? There is power when your eyes are open, when you have vision. The Bible says people perish for lack of vision. I pray that God will open your eyes. That you begin to see yourself as a different man. That you begin to walk as a different man. That you begin to talk as a different man. That you will know you have the power. Let's look at two scriptures and then I'll be done. 
this word is so good. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it in my spirit. Somebody's being transformed. This word is changing you from living in a cocoon all your life. You're just dying, trying, almost dying as a pupa to saying, no, 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 I cannot die as a pupa. I only have one life to live. The rest of my days, I must get heaven to release whatever is written in my book. Oh, come on, somebody. Is there somebody who is tired of living a life as a lover, as a, as a pupa, when you are created to fly? When you are created to fly? When you have all the colors on the inside of you? When the, the world is waiting for your manifestation? The world is waiting. You know, think about that day that that, I don't know what happens. God is amazing. I don't know how that pupa gets out of that cocoon. But I know that, that the time it comes out of that cocoon, it's already a butterfly. I don't know how it's able to break open that cocoon. But, but something, it says, I cannot live here anymore. I have to fly. Somebody has to fly today. You have lived in that shame for too long. You have been up and down, up and down, up and down for too long. It is time for you to fly away and say bye-bye. Bye-bye, cocoon. Bye-bye, bye-bye. I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back to that place of poverty. I'm not coming up that place of sickness. I'm not coming back to that place of shame. I am not coming back. I have to release. I have to release these wings. These wings were meant to fly. I must fly. Someone said, the son of God. Those who believed in him, he met them. He gave them the power. Friends, that's why Jesus died. That's why he rose again. That you may walk as the son of God. I want us to look at this scripture. I say two scriptures and we'll be done. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Oh, hallelujah. Feel the power of God in this word. Listen. 2 Corinthians. Chapter 4. So chapter 5, sorry. Chapter 5 and verse 14. It says, for the love of Christ constrains us. For we judge thus, that if one man died, then all died. I want, you, I want you to understand, Jesus Christ, when we're celebrating the death of Jesus Christ, it's not about just one man dying. All those who believe in him, before they can manifest as sons of God, they must only one person got it. I said before you can manifest as a son of God, you must. So he didn't just die, but everyone. What does it mean to die? It is not the physical death. It means you carry your cross, as it says in Mark 8, 34, and you follow him until he begins to take everything that you focused on. Your own will, your own desires, your own goals, your own ambitions. Everything dies in him and then you rise up in the newness of life now let's read verse 15 what does it say and he died oh. he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and was raised again this is why jesus died that you don't just live as a mere man. You live as a man who has died and been raised up and is walking on earth as a son of God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. It is your time to manifest. I want you to rise up. I want you to rise up as I read the last scripture. I want you to rise up on your feet and say, Lord, make me the son of God. You have put the power Creation, come on, raise your voice and begin to talk. Begin to talk to God. Begin to petition heaven. Whatever has been written in the book about me, whatever has been written in that book about me, I want to be able to say, now this scripture has been revealed in your hearing. I need to go back and challenge those things that were challenging me. I need to go back and speak 
speak to those things that were limiting me. I need to go back and speak to those things that were hindering me. I cannot live and die as a pupa when I was raised to, to fly as a butterfly. Some, I can't hear you pray. I, I don't know. I, I can't preach such a word and you begin to pray like you're still a pupa. Begin to pray until you come out as a butterfly. Come on, begin to pray until you release what is on you. Be, just, just speak in your own words and say every shame. I command you to live my life. Every pain, get out of my life. Every unforgiveness, every bitterness, whatever has hindered me from flying as a butterfly, just talk. Talk, talk to those things. They have ears. They will listen to you. Talk to those things. Whatever has stopped you from living and flying as a son of God, from manifesting as a son of God, it is time for the world to see the marks, the marks of Jesus. When he died on that cross, was darkness covering the earth? Was the temple being torn from the, from the top to bottom? Was things happening? The tomb shaking? What is the world going to know about you? What is the world going to say about you? What is the world going to say that will that will confirm that surely you are a son of God? Come on, I can't hear you cry out to God. Tell God to help you come out. Tell God to release grace upon you. I know it is not easy, but ask God to give you the grace to walk out of that pakakun, to walk out of that pain, to walk out of whatever has been holding you back. You must walk as a son of God. You must walk as a son of God. You must walk as a son of God. I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of that cocoon. I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of that shame. I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of that poverty. I pray that the grace will be released for you to be led by the Spirit of God. Father God, how I pray that as we walk on the face of this earth, men shall declare that this is a son of God. For creation has been waiting for us to manifest. Westlands has been waiting for us. This city is waiting for us. Our villages have been waiting for us. Our towns have been waiting for us. The nation has been waiting for us to manifest. Father, whatever is in us that has been hidden, whatever is in us that has been trapped within us, Jehovah God, how I pray that you help us, oh God, to release it. For this is the season of our manifestation. This is the season of our manifestation. This is the season. Come on, somebody pray 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 these few minutes can change your life these few minutes can change your destiny these few minutes can change how 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 hungry how how hungry are you for for, for your manifestation how badly do you want to come out of that place Jesus couldn't have gone through all that pain that I may just live like an ordinary man. He wouldn't have gone through all that pain that I live in sickness, that I live in, in, under demonic oppression, that I live under fear. He wouldn't have gone through all that that I may suffer and struggle and hustle through life. He didn't go through all that that I may live a kind of life Oh, somebody begin to pray. Let that power be released. The power to become. The power to become. Father, we receive the power to become the sons of God. We receive the power to become the sons of God. We receive the power to break out of whatever has been trapping us and begin to fly. To break out of every cocoon. To break out of every cocoon. To break out of every cocoon. I break out of every cocoon. Every cocoon. Every cocoon that men have put me in. I break out of every cocoon that I've put myself in. I break out of every limitation. I break out of every hindrance in the name of Jesus. This is the season for me to walk the earth as the son of God. I will manifest as the son of God. I will manifest as the son of God. I will manifest to my generation. Yebaha 
Ikatale bohusakata Zubreketerebeka Manifesting as sons Manifesting as sons Manifesting as the sons of God In the mighty name of Jesus Zokotelebosa Librandi, listen to this word as I finish. I promise to read for you one word. The Bible says, when Jesus came out of the grave, in Acts chapter 1 and verse 3, the Bible says, God showed himself alive. He showed, Jesus showed himself alive after his passion, after his suffering in the garden. Bring it in the amplified. After he suffered in the garden, he showed himself alive. Um, uh, uh, after suffering in the garden and on the cross by a series of many convincing demonstrations and questionable evidences and infallible proofs appearing to them during 40 days and talking to them about the things of the kingdom of God. This is what makes sense. They have some convincing demonstrations. They have some unquestionable evidences and they have some infallible proofs. There are certain things that you must do in your lifetime that men will look at and say, surely I cannot question this. This is evidence that is unquestionable. This is a demonstration that is convincing and this is a proof that is infallible. Somebody say, God, put something in me that the world cannot deny. Release something out of me that the world cannot question. Release something of, of me that will convince men a demonstration of your mighty power in my life. I'm a son of God in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen. The message is brought to you from Impact Church, located along Parker Road at Polvi House, Third Floor, Westlands, Nairobi. Our vision is to be a church for those tired of business as usual. You can contact us on plus 254-710-640-240. For further details, visit our social media pages, Impact Church KE1. The kingdom of God is not a matter of words, but power.